All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am your host, Bronin. Thank you for tuning into the show. And I want to kick off the show today by posing a question that I think about a lot. And do you ever wonder why, if the United States is the most advanced civilization in the history of the whole planet, which in many regards it is, right? How is it that we fail on so many basic levels? For example, when it comes to education, the United States frequently lags peer nations. Math and reading scores are down the toilet. The colleges have dropped the SAT and the ACT requirements. Many of them have because all of the adulation about how the tests are racist and bigoted. And, and there are so many other ways to determine a applicant's aptitude and, and how they're going to perform in college. Nobody reads anymore, especially kids. There's no reading being taught in schools. There's no reading full-length books anymore. Any reading that is occurring in most schools, certainly the public schools, it's really just reading theater. It's activities that are made to appear like there's any reading going on. But in reality, there's no reading going on. And if you can't fit it in a meme, then most people are not interested. They're not going to take it in. And dare I even mention again the huge hoax, perhaps the biggest hoax of all time that most people on planet Earth decided to fall for and, and take a big poopy pants over the last two years. Dare I even mention that? So one of the issues that I have raised on the show before, my aggravation, my frustration with the big COVID scam, was how the U.S. has been getting sicker for decades. And the, the population is acquiring diseases that by and large are preventable, like type 2 diabetes, like heart disease, like hypertension, high cholesterol, uh, even many types of cancers are diet, exercise, and lifestyle related. The I'm not even going to get into the neurological issues that so many children seem to be acquiring, everything from ADHD to autism spectrum disorders. But it, it's just another question that I have. How is it that now that we know pretty much every single thing there is to know about the human body and how it works and, and how to make a human body healthy and keep it healthy and keep it alive into nearly 100 years old, even though we have all of those capabilities and all of the technology and all of the modern medicine to do all of those things, it seems like a certainly a plurality, if not the vast majority of Americans and citizens in other highly developed nations like England 
have decided to look away from all of that knowledge and and just acquire these illnesses and it, it it's just it's frustrating to to see that as a commentator and so while the most of the world decided to concentrate its energies on catastrophizing a cold known as COVID-19, all of these other diseases that I just mentioned were also growing problems. All of these much more serious preventable diseases that have been around for a long time, but are much more prevalent due to the lifestyle choices that most Americans make. And in addition to those diseases, STDs have also been on the rise and they got more attention before COVID. And then COVID obviously sucked up all of the oxygen on planet Earth for the guts of two years. Even though during that time, STDs were rising in the United States. They, they rose. They didn't drop during the COVID when, when everybody was uh, bragging about how much distancing and avoiding they were doing of human contact. For some reason, these STDs were rising and monkeypox has brought this issue back up to the surface. So I, I want to talk about some widely reported statistics regarding STDs that have been all over the news lately. So I'm reading from the Guardian newspaper, although pretty much every news outlet is reporting this same study. It's called Out of Control Rise in STDs, including 26% syphilis spike sparks U.S. alarm. Sharply rising cases of some sexually transmitted diseases, including a 26% rise in new syphilis infections reported last year, are prompting U.S. health officials to call for new prevention and treatment efforts. It is imperative that we work to rebuild innovative and expand, pardon me, rebuild, innovate, and expand STD prevention in the U.S., says Leandro Mina of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which we know what a reliable, ethical agency that is. Last year, the rate, or pardon me, infections rates for some STDs, including gonorrhea and syphilis, have been rising for years. Last year, the rate of syphilis cases reached its highest since 1991, and the total number of cases hit its highest since 1948. HIV cases are also on the rise, up 16% last year. An international outbreak of monkeypox has further highlighted the nation's worsening problem with diseases spread mostly through sex. David Harvey, executive director of the National Coalition of STD Directors, called the situation out of control. Officials are working on new approaches to the problem, such as home test kits for some STDs that will make it easier for people to learn they are infected and to take steps to prevent spreading it to others, Mina said. Another expert said a core part of any effort must work to increase the use of condoms. It's pretty simple. More sexually transmitted infections occur when people are having more unprotected sex, said Mike Sag, an infectious disease expert at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Syphilis is a bacterial disease that surfaces as genital sores but can ultimately lead to severe symptoms and death if left untreated. New syphilis infections plummeted in the U.S. starting in the 1940s when antibiotics became widely available. 
They fell to their lowest level by 1998, when fewer than 7,000 new cases were reported nationwide. The CDC was so encouraged by the progress, it launched a plan to eliminate syphilis in the U.S. But by 2002, cases began rising again, largely among gay and bisexual men, and they kept going. In late 2013, CDC ended its elimination campaign in the face of limited funding and escalating cases, which that year surpassed 17,000. By 2020, cases had reached nearly 41,700, and they rose even further last year to more than 52,000. I'm going to continue reading the article before I share my thoughts. Rates are highest in men who have sex with men and among black and Latinos and Native Americans. While the rate for women is lower than it is for men, officials noted that it has been rising dramatically, up about 50% last year. That ties to another problem, the rise in congenital syphilis, in which infected moms pass the disease to their babies, potentially leading to death of the child or health problems, such as deafness and blindness. Annual congenital syphilis cases numbered only about 300 a decade ago, They surged to nearly 2,700 last year. Of last year's tally, 211 were stillbirths or infant deaths, Mina said. Now, how much adulation and fear and panic porn did you hear about uh, COVID in newborn babies or uh, mothers who were pregnant, mothers-to-be, potentially contracting COVID and then passing it on to their babies? Have you have you heard any negative effects and any real studies around that other than just the the speculation and the fake panic the the manufactured panic Here we go we have a disease that has been around on planet earth for a long time right uh, I don't know if it goes back to biblical times but we've certainly heard stories of the conquistadors bringing syphilis in into the Americas or uh, some of the old monarchs of Europe contracting syphilis and spreading it around. And there is a clear cure for the disease, right? Antibiotics. And yet the disease, it's on the rise and it's on the rise in babies. And again, this is not new information, right? STDs, they have been increasing for years and there's really nothing being done about it but somebody says covid and joe biden has no problem printing up another infinite amount of billions of dollars the increases in syphilis and other stds may have several causes experts say testing and prevention efforts have been hobbled by years of inadequate funding and spread may have gotten worse, especially during the pandemic, as a result of delayed diagnosis and treatment. Drug and alcohol use may have contributed to risky sexual behavior. Condom use has been declining. Of course, you remember that during the COVID hoax scam, phony baloney nonsense, that all kinds of non-essential medical procedures or preventative care or any kind of elective surgery, anything like that, that all had to be pushed aside so that way we could all focus on on the big hoax, on the big 
non-issue on the cold that only is is going to harm a person if they're already severely ill with again the the diseases like diabetes or heart disease or if, if they have had a stroke again like from just years of leading very poor lifestyle but something else too is you know there's all kinds of controversy around what kind of sex education that schools can provide children and you know what i understand that some parents maybe many parents they don't want any kind of sexual education or discussion at school especially in light of all of the other peripheral issues that are going on around gender identity and hormone therapy and pronouns and and identifying as non-binary and, and all this kind of stuff but you know what i don't think the kids are getting this kind of information for example i don't think that most people really understand that you can get gonorrhea and chlamydia in your throat and and that you don't have to have penetrative sex to to get these diseases and i'm sorry if i'm transitioning to a topic that's difficult to discuss but you know what i i do think that this conversation is uncomfortable for a lot of people parents teachers anybody else who might be in a position to talk about sex ed with kids but i don't think kids are really getting this information is the point that i'm trying to make and you know my mother she sat down and had the birds and the bees talk with me she didn't go to that extent about the stds part but i don't know it it seems crazy to me that there are teenagers who whose parents are are not having these discussions with them or giving them a box of condoms and telling them that you know just relying on the pill isn't an effective std prevention strategy i i have no idea but what i do know is all of these women and mothers advocates who are professing constantly about how much they care about reproductive rights something i don't hear them talking about are the 211 still births or infant deaths that are the result of syphilis which is an entirely preventable manageable disease that was almost eradicated in the united states i have also raised the statistic on the show that before covid at any given time it was something like 1 in 4 people in the united states had an std and we know that most of the people the the biggest age group for getting an std it's in the 15 to 25 year old bracket it's younger people how many people have covid at any given time in the united states would you say it's more or less than 1 in 4 even after you've been vaccinated however many times How many people have diabetes in the United States? I I believe it's something like maybe 1 in 11 people, 1 in 1 in 10, 1 in 12. Again, do you think that's more or less than COVID-19? And yet, where did all of our energy and trillions of dollars go for the last 2 years? 
Remember all the fake studies that were coming out in the early days of COVID? Glassy lung. Remember the pictures going around? I don't know if they were MRIs that were showing that people's lungs had this glassy look. And there were all these reports of the long COVID. I still don't know what that is. I have no idea what that means. And there were reports of all of these mysterious or unexplainable or curious symptoms that that people were getting in masses as, as a result of COVID. Haven't heard much about any of that lately, though. Anyway, I still see some dopes going around in masks, especially in the grocery store. But at least most people have stopped saying, stay safe, and we're all in this together. Anyway, I'm Bronin. This is the Real Texas Radio Podcast, and I will catch you on the next episode.